Welcome to the Outcomes Rocket Podcast, where we inspire collaborative thinking, improved outcomes, and business success with today's most successful and inspiring healthcare leaders and influencers. And now your host, Saul Marquez. Outcomes Rocket listeners, welcome back once again to the Outcomes Rocket, the podcast where we interview today's most inspiring and successful entrepreneurs. If you like the show, in general, what we talk about today or what we've talked about in the past, don't be shy. Go to iTunes and give us a rating and a review. We love to hear from all of our listeners and we love to hear what you think. So whether it be good or bad, hopefully it's good. We want to hear from you. So uh, please go ahead and do that. So without further ado, I have an outstanding guest for you today. Her name is Yuri Tomikawa. She's a founder and CEO of Zencare, a website that connects millennials with outstanding mental health professionals. Yuri started Zencare when she struggled to find a therapist herself and helps hundreds of individuals monthly connect with quality vetted clinicians in Rhode Island and Boston. She's done so much for this space, but what I want to do here is open up the microphone to her so she could help round out that introduction. Yuri, welcome to the show. Thanks so much. Yeah, so I think you really captured, you know, why I started Zencare, but the time that I was looking for a therapist, I had been a consultant, was working for a few years and felt really lost in my career after that. Was trying to figure out what to do and went online to do a therapist search. And what I found was this really overwhelming, frustrating and opaque process. Mm-hmm. You know, the therapist listings that existed were inaccurate. They were missing information, important components of finding a great therapist. Mm-hmm. Specifically for me, what was important was quality, availability and personal fit. But it was impossible to tell which therapists were going to you know, offer great care, um, were accepting clients, and were going to be a good fit for me. So all of that sort of manifested in you know, starting Zencare. And really, what we do is tackle these three issues by interviewing all our therapists up front, keeping information about availability and insurance up to date, and then sharing a video and photos of the therapist so that prospective awesome. clients can get a good sense of what they're like before going in person. That is so great, Yuri. And you know, the thing that I love here and to the listeners as well, right? If you see a problem in healthcare, then you have the power to address it yourself. You get the healthcare you deserve. And Yuri was out there and she ran into consistent roadblocks and brick walls and she was not happy with it. And she said, the heck with it. I'm going to change it. And so kudos to you, Yuri, for your grassroots effort that has really kind of transformed the way that people look for their care. And it's clear to me why you've decided to to approach this subject, right? It was something that was near and dear to you. And so my question to you is, what's a hot topic that really should be on other healthcare leaders' agenda today? I think that when we talk about healthcare overall, where I can speak more to mental health specifically. And I yeah, think I that- I like hear that angle, you know, because that, that's definitely your focus. I think it, it would be a good place to focus on for healthcare leaders to really shift the way they're thinking about mental health. Yeah, I think what's really interesting about the mental health space and, you know, I'll say that I'm coming at this from really a consumer standpoint. You know, I was, I'm not trained as a medical doctor or a therapist and I was coming in as someone who really had never been educated about therapy or mental health and wanted to find really great care and got lost in the system. And I think, you know, what's really interesting to me as I've learned more about the mental health space and therapy is that so much of it has already changed over time. Think of therapy, the traditional psychotherapy, you think of, you know, Freud and you think of 
this couch that the patient's lying on and this therapist who's like a blank slate and doesn't talk much. And I think it's really evolved since then, both in terms of how many schools of thought there are within the therapy space, but also in terms of how accessible it's become. Therapy is this thing that so many different types of people receive now. It might be that you have a diagnosed mental illness, and it might also be that you want to take really great mental and emotional self-care. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, you're going in for sort of regular maintenance work. And with that shift, I think what's also interesting is that, you know, the internet just has allowed people to become educated consumers and make decisions yes. on their own for their mental health. Mm-hmm. And I think that that shift has happened so quickly and we're sort of riding that wave, but it's not reflected, especially in like large hospital systems where there are big psychiatry departments, for example. And, you know, part of it is that maybe their work is a little more different. It's more working with people who are diagnosed with mental illnesses and medication prescription and might need to be hospitalized and so forth. But I think that this idea of the internet allowing mental health professionals to be more accessible, whether it's through remote therapy or, you know, video introduction on the site or just quality outcomes. So much of that could be adopted larger organizations as well. And I'm excited to see that happen more in the next few years. That's really great, Yuri. And one of the things that comes to mind as you share this new approach that you've you've created for the mental health space is, okay, so for the listeners, if you're a healthcare administrator or a healthcare provider, maybe a chief medical officer, and you have mental health at your facility, and you're thinking to yourself, what are some new and innovative ways that we can approach this? Are we doing it right? Can we do it better? then really the invitation is, why don't you think outside the box and look at other models outside? And I think what Yuri has done is a really cool example of what you could even build on the inside of your organization, you know, through the intranet resources or whatever it may be. So Yuri, what's the website for your business? So Zencare.co. Zencare.co. Yep. And we are currently throughout Rhode Island and the greater Boston area. And we have psychiatrists, we have talk therapists, which include psychologists, social workers, counselors, dietitians for individuals with eating and mental health concerns like eating disorders. You know what? Great things begin with one step, Yuri, and you definitely spread to two states now. And so whether you be in one of these two states that Yuri just mentioned, Rhode Island or Boston, or anywhere in the continental US, take a look at at the site and what she's doing, because I think there's some really great pearls there. And Yuri's pretty accessible. If you're looking to make some changes in your system, feel free to reach out to her. I think she'd be more than willing to provide her insight. Is that, is that right, Yuri? Yeah, absolutely. So again, you know, here we're looking at ways to rethink what we do. And so many things in healthcare are great, but there's also a lot of things that really need a new approach. And so Yuri, can you give an example of how your system at Zencare has created a difference and improved outcomes? Yeah, I think that there's sort of different stages to the therapeutic process, right? So one is just like looking for a therapist to begin with looking for a mental health professional. And then there's, you know, what actually happens on an ongoing basis in the therapeutic space. And I think within looking for a therapist, you know, that's where we've had a huge impact so far, where we have made looking for a therapist just so accessible by having the video, having photos of the therapist, 
and doing sort of an upfront quality check on all of them and then making it so easy to reach out. So as a prospective client, you can actually book a free 10 minute call with a therapist directly on our site so that you don't play phone tag. And oftentimes people really get lost in that phone tag, which seems a little absurd that, and it's so sad that people end up not finding great care because they're just playing phone tag for yeah. a week. But if you think of the therapist's schedule, it's just back-to-back sessions. So it's really hard to find that time to actually really connect. I think we've really made an impact there in terms of the therapist search process. I think where we're going to continue to have a greater impact is in this ongoing relationship. And what's fascinating to me about, I guess, healthcare overall, but especially therapy is that therapy appointments are like a black box. The patient, oftentimes the therapists are private practice. So all our clinicians or most of our clinicians are in private practice, meaning they're just themselves in their office. And then there's the patient and that's it. You know, there's supervision, there's regulation, but really what happens in that therapy session stays within that therapy session. And that's great from a privacy perspective, Mm -hmm. obviously. And, you know, for the most part, that's fine. But if you think about any other industry, you want, you know, metrics and you want to know what's happening and whether the patient's improving. And I think that gets lost. And Mm -hmm. you can see in two ways from the therapist's perspective, there isn't a way for them to continue to improve their skills by getting feedback from clients. From the client's perspective, if something's not working, especially if it's their first time in therapy, they don't know how to bring that up in the session. There's no basis for comparison. Yep. They don't know how to bring it up. Oftentimes they'll just stop going to sessions and then, you know, maybe they'll find another therapist, maybe they'll stop there. But I think there's, I feel very sort of empowered to bridge that gap and bridge that missing component of ongoing feedback or, you know, just like greater dialogue between therapist and client. And then to have other perspective users learn, okay, what is this therapist like based on previous clients' experiences? And I think what's interesting is that clinicians are not able to ask clients for testimonials, but oftentimes people love their therapist and they love sharing to other friends like, oh, my therapist is wonderful. You should totally see her or him. So I think that information is something that a sort of a middleman intermediary party could be assisting in gathering and then sharing with the world. So that sort of ongoing quality outcome and, you know, results component is something that I'm personally excited about implementing pretty soon. Yeah, that is so cool. And just to think, right? And these are the things that that oftentimes, Yuri, and to the listener, you know, they go unquestioned. You assume that because something is a certain way, then that's just the way it is until somebody decides that, you know what, this is broken. There's a better way to do this. And I just was thinking about it as you were talking about it here. It's like, wow, well, yeah, you know, if this session is that black box and it's so confidential that you can't even get a measurement of outcomes after it, then how do you improve? And how does the patient know? How does the clinician know? I think that's so fascinating. And it's really interesting that you're pursuing this and, okay, how can we bring outcomes and measurement to this area of mental health? In a way that is, and I think it's especially difficult to do in a way that is respectful of both parties, that's respectful of the privacy component of it, of the intimate relationship between therapist and client. And also that works with different schools of thought because different clinicians are going to have different ways that they measure outcome and it's going to differ by diagnosis and what people are going through as well. So to really try to cater to all of those things, it's going to be 
a challenge, but I'm pretty excited about it. But I think you're up for it. I think you're going to do a good job with it, Yuri. <laughs> Thanks. So give us a, an example, Yuri, of a time when maybe you had a setback in your pursuit to improve the outcomes here in this space and, and what you learned from it. Yeah, I think that best example of this is when I was first starting Zencare. Okay. As I mentioned, I was coming in as a consumer and someone who was looking for a therapist, not as someone who was a therapist. Right. So I had all these ideas of what I wanted a therapist search site to look like. And that included video, a video of the therapist and included all this robust information about their background and, you know, their specialties. And I wanted, you know, client testimonials and I wanted all of these things. And, you know, a lot of this is also formed by what's already out there for other industries. So there's like Uber and, you know, Airbnb, which all of these things have reviews and sort of yeah. on-demand services. And then I went to therapists and pitched this idea and I was sort of met with, to some extent, a shock, I guess. Yeah. It's like, I'm going to be recorded on video and therapists haven't been on video. They often don't have professional photos of themselves. So all of this is very new to a lot of the clinicians. And I was lucky in that I had a lot of therapists up front who were open to trying it and that sort of got the ball rolling. But I think I was a little naive up front about how willing therapists were about, you know, adopting this new way of sharing their practice with the world and with prospective clients. And so that was something that I had to really adjust a little bit right. and to really preface everything with, I know this may be, this is new and this is, might be uncomfortable, but we're going to coach you through everything and to just really make it comfortable for the clinicians as well. That's really interesting. Yeah. And so it sounds like you went head first, but then realized, whoa, I'm really going to be changing things here. So you kind of took it a little bit slower, preface things and kind of set the expectation of what it could be. Yeah, I think so. I think that's a good way of putting it. Yeah, that's really interesting. So what would you say up to this point, Yuri, is one of the proudest leadership moments in healthcare that you've experienced? I'd say that the proudest moments for me in working on Zencare are when people who use our site write to us and tell us how much it's meant to them that Zencare exists. And there's nothing more than that. You know, I think as a, probably as a doctor, you hear from your patients and that's like the proudest moment of your career. And for me, it's really when we hear from our users, when they say, yeah, you know, we found, I found my therapist through Zencare and she's been wonderful. Or I found my therapist and he has, I've made more progress with him than I have with any other provider in the past. And I was able to make that decision because of this video that you created where I was able to gather information about his practice. You know, we hear from a couple who went to couples therapy and they seem so loving now. And uh, they're <laughs> like, yeah, we found our therapy, you know, our couples therapist on Zencare. Awesome. And that just really brightens up my day. And I think, you know, starting a business isn't easy. And especially in the first year and a half, it was pretty tough. But whenever I received emails and, you know, personal messages like that, it was just like, yep, this is worth keeping going. That's awesome. So that's really what makes me the proudest and just feel the most reward. Absolutely, Yuri. And just uh, when you're out there and you're looking to impact healthcare, it is not easy. And so if you do what Yuri did, you just kind of go back to the genesis of why you did it all. It's a great way for you to remind yourself why you're there 
and for you to stay in the game. And for Yuri, it was those patient uh, stories because she started it as a patient. She wanted better care. And so that was her reminder. But the question for you is, well, what is your why? You know, the listeners, you know, what is your why? Go back to that and understand that because the system that we're in, it's a marathon. You know, it's, it's not a sprint. We're not going to change healthcare overnight. And so remember that, you know, th- these are some great pearls you've shared, Yuri. Thanks. <laughs> so tell us about an exciting project you're working on today. I would say there are two things. One is what I shared a bit earlier about, you know, making sure that clients have an opportunity to give feedback through our platform in a way that's respectful of both patients and therapists. And that's something that we're in development. And then the other is uh, remote video therapy sessions. So a few of our clinicians are now offering remote sessions. Um, and that's done over video, like a more secure version of Skype. And that I think really appeals to busy professionals. And also, so in terms of the regulation, therapists can only see patients who are in the state that they are licensed in. So a therapist who is in New York, let's say, cannot see someone in Rhode Island unless they're licensed in Rhode Island. But let's say like within Massachusetts, Massachusetts is huge. So Mm -hmm. having remote sessions really opens up clients sort of options. Yes. Um, And I think that, you know, as someone who's done remote therapy sessions for a long time, uh, myself, I know that it works uh, and it can be just as great as in-person sessions for certain things. So I'm pretty excited to allow people to find that on Zen Care. And you know, having been, I used to be a consultant. Um, I worked at McKinsey Company before starting Zen Care. Mm-hmm. And I know just my schedule was crazy. I was yeah. traveling Monday or Sunday night through Thursday and then in the office on Friday and there was no way I was going to make a therapy appointment. Yeah. So I think that remote sessions really opens up that opportunity for professionals, for people who are busy, and also caters to clinicians' schedules if they are trying to you know, travel more or see clients in different areas within their state. I think that's so cool, Yuri. You, you are the Uber of mental health. <laughs> so changing it up. I love it. I love it. So, you know, this has been really fun. And so typically at this point, we do a little thing of the course of how to improve healthcare. But what I want to do today with you is something a little bit different, right? You've got a different spin to it, more on the entrepreneurial side. It's a quick touch with kind of more your experience. You ready for it? Yeah, sure. Okay, so this will be kind of a lightning round. Still four questions, but more targeted towards ZenCare and what you do. Okay. So what was your inspiration for starting ZenCare? Having a hard time finding a therapist myself. What is your proudest experience you've experienced to date with ZenCare? Having individuals who've used our site say how much it's helped them find a great therapist and feel better. How is the therapist search process flawed today? It's opaque. There is inaccurate information out there and it doesn't empower individuals to find the right clinician for them from a personal fit standpoint. Love it. And finally, Yuri, what is the one area of focus that should drive all else in your organization? Everyone in my company cares so much about mental health, about making sure that people can find therapists easily and get the care that they want. And that is so unifying and so strong. I think it really bonds us together, our team members together, and informs all the decisions that we make. Awesome. And so what book would you recommend to our listeners, Yuri? So the book that I'm going to recommend is actually not related to anything I do. 
it was gifted to me when I was going through a tough time, end of high school, actually. It's a great book by Thich Nhat Hanh. Uh, he is a Buddhist monk. Oh, wow. I want to say from Vietnam, but okay. don't quote me on that. Um, and then he's now in France, but it's a book called Being a Peace by Thich Nhat Hanh. And it's a great book about taking care of yourself, about seeing the world in a different way, seeing conflicts in a new light. And I think that it really changed the way I see the world in general. So if anyone's going through a tough time or just wants a bit of inspiration, that's the book that I often gift to people as well. Love it. And as healthcare leaders in this industry, it's so important to take care of yourself and so important to question your innermost assumptions and make sure that you're in it for the right reasons. Make sure that you're doing the things that put you at peace. And so that's a great recommendation, Yuri. And if you're wanting this book, are you wanting the notes to the show? No worries. Don't worry about it. You can listen to it again, obviously, but you can also go to outcomesrocket.com slash Yuri. That's Y-U-R-I. And you can get the show notes, the links to the book and the links to Yuri's company. So you could dive in and improve your mental health the best way that you can. And so Yuri, it's been so much fun. The time does fly when you do have fun. And so what I want to do now is just ask you to just finish up with some closing thoughts and the best place that the listeners could get a hold of you. Yeah, so the best place to get a hold of me would be on our site. So that's zencare.co. Uh, just be careful, it's not .com, it's .co. And on our contact page, there's a form there, so you can always reach out that way. I'd say that there's a lot going on in the mental health entrepreneurial space, and it's really exciting. And I think that just really encourages more people to seek help earlier. And there is still a stigma around mental health that doesn't exist with physical health. So I'm hoping that, you know, we are also contributing to that movement. And if anyone has questions about mental health, about finding a therapist, check out our blog. You know, we have really great articles on there that will walk you through how to find a therapist, especially if you're not in the locations that where we are. Awesome, Yuri. Well, hey, I really appreciate the time that you've spent with us today. And I know that you guys are going to make an impact in this area. And so keep up the great work and uh, looking forward to seeing what you guys uh, are up to. Thanks so much. Thanks for listening to the Outcomes Rocket podcast. Be sure to visit us on the web at www.outcomesrocket.com for the show notes, resources, inspiration, and so much more. 